<laughs> Welcome to Splitting the Bar. I'm Randy. I'm your host, and this is Ty. Hi. Host. And this is our first episode ever. I'm excited to just talk dance. Yeah. I'm a little nervous on camera. Like Why? I'm super awkward on camera. I don't general. think so. Um, thank you. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. It's like definitely <laughs> one of my more like I'm a stage girl, you know? So anytime I'm on Well, this camp, is your stage, Mob. It totally is. Yeah. But I'm just saying, it's like a little nerve wracking. But sure. it's like I feel like it'll bring more authenticity. Ooh. In being Yeah. A little awkward about it. Well, I want to start off by just saying the podcast was kind of started and born out of the student's lab. And that's what I mean, this has been a podcast before. It's much different this time around where we'll be interviewing people and telling their stories. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah, I'm just thankful that they're giving us this platform and providing us with stories, the opportunity. Yeah. And like well, oh, a lot of the teachers coming in are, are giving their stories. So that's cool too. Have you had a chance to chit chat with anybody yet? Yeah. So I interviewed Zarin. Oh, okay. Who's a former teacher of ours. Um, Miss Deb. Ooh. I interviewed her. I interviewed you. Mm-hmm. Hello. Um, and I'm doing a couple other people in-house. I interviewed my husband. That was cool. Mm-hmm. We'll I see. think I got a little sneak peek of that. And it was very cute. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll cut it up. We'll oh. make something of it. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm the company team's director here. And I have a lot of opinions about dance. Oh, nice. And I also have a lot of education in dance. But um, only really in my realm. Um, which is the technique, anatomy, physiology space. And I'm really seeking at all times more knowledge of that. So that's who I am. I'm hosting this podcast with Ty. And Ty is also on our um, full-time administrative team. And a company director and a teacher. And yeah. I love it. You were were talking about your... I'm going straight into it. Cool. you were talking about your realm in dance, mm-hmm. which is, you know, body, mindfulness, all, obviously dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but were you always like that? Like where, mm-hmm. how did we start dance? Yeah, so I definitely grew into that. I think I started learning and developing that aspect of my training in college. Okay. Probably, I don't think I came into the, the what I'm teaching now. Until I was 21 or something. Okay. Before 21. Yeah. What did dance look like? So the very start was, I mean, this classic mom puts you in a two-year ballet class. <laughs> yeah. Jazz and ballet. Yeah. <laughs> Tap and ballet. Tap ballet. Yeah. So I danced um, in a studio that had those itty-bitty classes. And, you know, they kept throwing stuff at me like piano and singing lessons and whatever voice of an angel just (laughs) over here just trying all the things just to see what i liked my dad is a musician oh okay um and he's a guitar player anything i know um you don't oh i forgot about this yeah (laughs) yeah he was like i mean he has had his really cool experiences that's super cool um i don't know even the extent of all of them i just know that he toured for a long time prior Mm. to our my family so music is in your blood Mm -hmm. that's super cool so he was but he was very hypercritical as a kid so i kind of geared away anything musical i just scared away from it but i mean i feel like that would help you musicality wise totally you know what i mean i was very good i was really good at piano Um, oh i meant like 
still would dance, oh, like listening. Yeah, totally. Different accents and stuff. That's yeah. super cool. So, but he doesn't really get dance, which is kind of nice to have uh, your own thing. I think as a kid, I just kind of wanted to, the autonomy of yeah, your own yeah. thing. I feel then, that. Um, yeah, he. I ended up getting enrolled in karate when I was like seven, and I had been dancing for a couple of years, so it was kind of around the same realm mm-hmm. and yeah i just signed me they signed me up for a summer camp where you did karate essentially all day just every day <laughs> yep monday through friday it was like karate 7 a.m to 6 p.m wax on wax on <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, i think it was so intense actually i bet I did fun stuff like go to the pool or like skate land or whatever before oh. we would do karate every day Oh, okay. So like, we would have a morning class, and then mm. we would have an evening class. And, and your morning class was at Skateland? No, our morning class would happen, <laughs> and then we'd go on a field trip every day. Uh, so we'd go to the movies, or we'd go to the pool, or hmm. we'd go to the park. And like then in the evening, we would come back and do karate again. Oh, well, yeah. and that's where you lost me. I and feel then we like started like a cool school. Honestly, it was fun. Yeah. It was just a summer program. But, oh, yeah, And then that's like, right. they also did it on like holidays and stuff like that. But, oh, um, that's kind of how I ended up falling into karate. Um, and that was where I started excelling physically. I was never excelling in dance up to that point, but I loved dance more than I liked karate. Karate wasn't an option though. So uh, it was kind of like karate was upstairs from dance. And in order for me to be where I needed to be to go to dance, I had to go to karate. So. Gotcha. <laughs> and then once it wasn't summer anymore, they picked us up from school. Oh. It's like all the way until I was like driving. Who's they? The karate my sensei oh wow he would like drive his van up kind of how we have our decaled van okay they they decaled a van up and oh, wow. then they would drive to each school and pick us up and what take a us. flex what it's oh just, it's well, just it's marketing honestly you drive up to a school a bunch of parents are waiting you have a karate van that picks up the kids you know like that i mean what a flex for you oh not no to I, be like i'm going to karate class right after school i thought it was cool and then it's <laughs> stopping cool it was cool until I was like eleven. Oh, and they're like, oh, yeah, you know. yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, she's going to karate. Yeah, that's super cool though. Mm-hmm. I I like watching karate. I could never do it. Really? No, I bet you could. I feel like I could it's with like you know training. training. Yeah, but like I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm like I watch what they do, and I'm like, oh, that's super cool. And it's like, I mean, I don't really know a whole lot about breaking, but uh-huh. it looks kind of in the same realm i i feel like that the common factor between the two of them is that they're both power yeah i think that's and what it is battle like it's almost like a, yeah i feel like and our brian can tell me if this isn't true but like when you're breaking and you're battling it's kind of like a dominance thing and like if someone's whack like they don't deserve the props i feel is that true yeah I mean, it's, it's a little bit different now. He said, yeah, for the most part, it's a little bit different now. <laughs> Brian's our man yeah, behind. It's evolving now. It's becoming a little bit more inclusive. More friendly now. Okay. Friendlier? Oh, okay. Yeah. That's super cool. Well, the, karate is like, I think, think the same way. Like, ultimately, if you lost the fight, like, you, you quite literally bow to the other person, you know? Oh. So it's like, it's it's totally a dominant um it's like a it's a game for dominance. Hmm, that's super cool. Now, when we're doing karate and you're also doing dance, did that help you in any way? I think it helped me because I it made me super powerful. Like I was able to flip 
a lot at that age and I was able to um like have the power in my legs to get them high and stuff like that but okay. it, it made me a very like tight aggressive uh, mover I mean naturally I was competing like I was fighting almost every other weekend in like a turn tournament I wouldn't I feel like it was every other weekend it was a lot that I was doing tournaments it sounds like, like it like how some people are competing all the time like I feel like that's how it was and so when you're fighting all the time, you're used to hitting something when you move. And so whenever I went to dance, I just didn't understand how to. You're not hitting anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can I mean, you're out. hitting yeah. counts and right. yeah. time stops. Time stop? Time stop. Dime. Like, dime yeah. stops. <laughs> yeah. You're hitting those bad boys, but yeah. you're not like hitting people. I right. get that. And so I was a, I was in aggressive energy. I, was, no, I wasn't I was a tight mover. I was flexible still, but I, it was like the way I moved was so okay. tense. So... If if we're like tense, obviously I've seen you dance now and we're not tense. Where did that really college? Okay. But I think at this age that I was in karate, like I wasn't training the way that I needed to, you know what I mean? So I yeah. didn't I didn't gain any of the dance skills because I was excelling in karate, which made me extremely cocky and then i was going to dance and i was carrying that cockiness with me as if it was the same thing it's not the same thing. no <laughs> so no. around i think it was when i was 12 that the karate guy at our summer program he had brought in a guest teacher to oh, teach okay. us how to swing dance oh and it was like at the end of every summer we had this show and it was called it's called a demo in karate where they have you do forms or like stage fights to music. And so there's like, oh. it's called musical forms or like it, a demo and everything is stage combat. It's basically, yeah, it's basically dance, but like it's, it's fighting. Okay. And so we, he wanted to add an element of dance into it because we were also like aggressive. Dancers. He wanted us to get more limber and more fluid, like with our, with our forms, which are basically karate dances. You're not fighting anybody. He wanted them to be more fluid, I think. So he started mm -hmm. bringing in the dance. So this summer when I was 12, they brought in this swing person. And I, I think there I explored what it felt like to be like happy in dancing. Like ballroom swing? Yeah. Oh. Like rock step ball. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's super cool. So, and that made you feel like explore the happiness you said yeah like performatively okay. i was like able to bounce in a different way and i was smiling while i was dancing which was very different than karate because karate is like you're you're fighting so it's just a different persona that you're giving gotcha and i had a hard time up to that point giving that happy persona or this like non-aggressive persona on yeah stage. i'm gonna fight you yeah. yeah so i think that that introduced me to like the flip side of what karate was wow yeah so karate and that swing dance was like your click into yeah slowing it down and performative i think just changing my patterns like okay. just self-awareness like i don't i feel like i just wasn't aware up to that point totally acceptable and then I they mean, you I were 12. yeah i was literally gonna say you're 12 but you're also like changing yeah and but also i looked at i look at the, my dancers at 12 and i'm like god if i would have had me oh like, yeah 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 like, cause I see them thriving, like to where like they're as good as I was when I was seventeen, mm -hmm. you know. And now I'm looking at them like, oh my god, you have so much potential and so much in front of you. So yeah, I I wouldn't say it was so different back then. <laughs> yeah, it was so different. Dance was wild back then. Well, and there was no TikTok, no Instagram. I th I feel like I say it so much on this podcast after knowing how many interviews. Yeah, have, but like truthfully, there's those things are resources and 
these dancers are being given a phone so young. And so then they have no choice but to become resourceful with the resources. You know, they start trying to mimic what they're seeing. And we did not have that. Not, mm-hmm. not until... You barely had YouTube. Barely. <laughs> I, I didn't... I wasn't allowed to watch YouTube. So it was oh. blocked <clears throat> on my... And I wasn't allowed to watch MTV. I wasn't allowed to watch VH1. Which, shout out to, like, a mom that loves me and, pro- and protects me. But also, I never... <laughs> I didn't ever get to witness what professional dance was, really. Like, I didn't get to obsess over the dancers on vh1 like some people gotcha. did or you know like yeah it was just literally whatever was in my studio is what dance was and i loved it hmm. okay so then after studio what what does dance look like for you well so this summer camp i went to oh i'm sorry no no, no I, it's <laughs> it makes sense oh, okay. <laughs> um this this summer camp i went to i got recruited by the person who was teaching it Mm-hmm. Um, I got recruited to join their school. So their school is a singing, acting, and dancing school. And oh. they had like a triple threat company. Okay. This is where I danced with Kiana. Lede? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I went to high school with I her. Know, yeah. So anyway, we, we danced on this at this I'm school sorry, together. <laughs> Wait. Her well, last name's... Yeah, her middle name's Lede. Or no, maybe it's a stage name. Mm, Kiana? It's Kiki. Kiki Brown was what I knew her as at the time. Oh, I knew her as Kiana Brown. Either way, everybody else knows her as Kiana Lede. Yeah. yeah. So shout out. If you're like in the comments, let us know what it is. Come on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, she, she be travel. Yeah, she. She lives here. Yeah. that's. She has a new song coming out with her, LMI, LMI. Nice. I know. She's, yeah, she's popping off. Yeah. So we danced on this, this company um, where we went like. And dance at like malls and I, what is it state fair like stuff like oh, that okay. like little gigs here and there and I think she was I think she was like eight so I don't know the age gap but I feel like it was like seven to fifteen or something that was on this company. Um, I trained there like all of a sudden I went from not dancing a lot to going full time like morning till night I was dancing. Mm. And this was like seventh grade. I dropped out. And then I ended up going back to my regular school mm-hmm. and went back to my studio. And that's when I started being competitive dancing. Okay. Um, but we never actually competed. I don't know if they like just never made the deadline. I think that we competed maybe like two or three times the whole time I was there. They were like psych. <laughs> <laughs> but granted, I wasn't on the most advanced company. So it was probably similar to what our performance companies are like at our studio where we did one or two performances and those one or two performances were like the state fair and a competition. Uh, and so, or like a, a parade and, you know, like there's, yeah, a lot of those things that we ended up doing were like just not the same experience. I think a lot of other people have. Mm-hmm. So that studio I competed and danced in for until I was like 15. Oh, wow. And I actually ended up getting a job in a car and I stopped dancing at the studio and I started hopping around and going to open classes um, here and there. And then I was also enrolled in like the sixth hour dance program at our school or like production or advanced dance situation there. So I ended up just basically quitting at 15. Oh, wow. Um, Quitting studio. Quitting studio. Yeah. Yeah. And I was dancing at the school, but you don't really train. You just end up like doing cool dances in the show. Yeah. (laughs) And then, I was training with like the popping guy that I've told you about before. Uh huh. Um, I started going to like open gyms and stuff like that. So okay, that was after studio. I was just like in high school. 
So when what what would you say your your style was At in time. yeah high school? My my you're like talking about popping and stuff. So I'm I'm assuming it's some sort of hip hop. Um, I did a lot of hip. I we had combined companies. So our company would have a jazz or contemporary lyrical routine, and then we would have a tap routine, and we would also have a hip hop routine. Mm-hmm. And I always was just better at hip hop because of the karate. Um, I wasn't super good at the tap. Oh, I used, the loose feet. I was pretty good. I I feel like I'm better than the average Joe because of how intense our studio was about it. But I wasn't as good as like some of the best ones at our studio. They were like, they were doing crazy stuff, honestly. Even still, I look at it and I'm like, holy cow, we were actually super good at tap. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I can't tap to save my life. <laughs> yeah. I And Happy Feet's your favorite uh, movie. Oh, yeah. My dog's named after the penguin. Yeah. Mumble. Mumble. M-U-M-B-L-E. Mumble. Mm. Shout Cutie. out. Ruff. He's doing okay? Oh, yeah. He yeah. he had a little sicky sick Aww. like a couple days ago. And he's fine now? Yeah. He's also like kind of constipated. Oh, poor boy. Yeah. It's the move. Oh. Yeah. So. But. <laughs> Sidetrack on my dog. <laughs> Love him. He's such a cute little baby. Um, I, I would say though my style. Yeah. Um. Everybody was just like jazzy at the time. Like I feel like in, in my realm, whatever I was experiencing in front of me, my school, my studio, it was all like palm type stuff. So right. all of my jazz training growing up was palm-ish. Straight lines, Straight, just yeah. kind of stiff. Yeah. Little T, big T. Got like, it. And like turns, Alice Cones. It was just very like... Clean. Yeah. Um, so I would say that was my style because of how I had been trained. But mm-hmm. I excelled at the studio specifically in like hip hop oh okay you were given like hip-hop solos and stuff like that no oh no solos? solos. oh bet okay cool. lyrical contemporary but i always self-choreographed them so it was like oh wow true choreographer from oh my the start gosh, I, I was to say this i wanted to say it just about to ask you about this play oh yeah it was at that school oh okay so when i was 12 and i transferred to the school we did a musical and it was Newsies or whatever. And I had, <laughs> I had come from the tap school at the one I'm talking about. And so I brought in tap and taught a tap number. And then I taught like a production number. Anyway, we ended up doing a knockoff version of Newsies. And I choreographed all of it because we ended up losing our dance teacher in the mid-season. <laughs> Not dying. But like, uh, no, like no, no, no. Being yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So um, that was my first ever piece of choreography. And then... And when I transferred back to the school that I was supposed to go to, uh-huh. I choreographed that dance too. For three years, I danced our, or I choreographed our dance and at like 12, 13 years old. No payment? <laughs> no, I was just a kid, like willing to do it, you know? And the teacher's probably like, yeah, thank you. They're the intermediate level dancers and they had probably a lot of dances to do anyway. So they let me do it. And then... Mm-mm, I still would have got some like free lunch or something. <laughs> I got to say I was a choreographer. Like they all, like they shouted me out, whatever. And then 14, 15, 16, 17, I choreographed my own solos. And almost every semester in high school, I had like a specialty routine that was like choreographed by me. Oh, wow. Yeah, I actually didn't think about that until right now. After, well, no, after our last time we did this podcast, this is take two, everybody. We don't need to be, we can cut that part out. <laughs> after doing this, I realized like there's so many things I didn't say. Yeah, and the fact that I started choreographing at twelve years old. Well, really, I mean, Two. in front of your parents, you start doing. Like, oh, right. Everyone's over Christmas. for the Super Bowl, and you're like, "Watch this improv." You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
to my, my right. They're like, ah, okay, cool move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to Cheetah Girls. Yeah, so it's kind of cool that it's like thematically throughout my life. I always kind of excelled in the choreography space. Hmm. And look at you now, you know. Look at me now. I mean, we'll get to you now, yeah. but. Okay, so then we are in the school. We've choreographed a couple of things here and there. Mm-hmm. What is next? We're done with karate, it sounds like. Yeah, I quit karate when I got my black belt. It was like that was the that was like the determining factor of me being able to quit. Okay. Um I think I did it for from second grade until I wanna say freshman or sophomore year. Okay. Had to have been sophomore year. So let's say I had nine years. Okay. Yeah. And I quit right when I got my black belt, and then I ended up quitting the studio. The day she got <laughs> with my, I never came said, back. I got my tied it on. Peace. Yeah, I think I got my black belt in the middle of that summer program because I did that every year from second grade till tenth grade. I did it every year. Oh wow! That summer program, and um, I think I got my black belt in the middle of the summer program. Finished out the summer program, teaching and getting paid as a karate instructor. And then I did. Oh. And then I came back later to start teaching dance and stuff because they were kind of like family at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then where do... Oh, sorry. Yeah. Where do you go after karate? Yeah. So I had quit studio and I'm in high school. And honestly, I had just gotten really into church for a while. Okay. And I was on the worship team and I was like, I was going to youth night all the time. It was like my jam. I had a gr- group of friends that we were just like... We always would joke about how people didn't hang out with us because we were Jesus freaks. Oh. We quite, we quite were like so, so into Jesus. It was like, hey, it was cool. I, I feel it. Yeah, um. and then I kind of had a downfall because I was dating one of the guys in our group, and you know, <laughs> and so then we stopped being friends with much. Yeah. And so then senior year, I'm not dancing, I'm not doing karate, and I'm my friends and I aren't super close anymore. And so I just kind of start working and I start ditching class a lot, breaking rules a lot, getting suspended. Like, Oh, she was a bad <laughs> Yeah, don't be me. I, d- I ended up graduating with a really low GPA and it was purely out of defiance. Like I just didn't care and I didn't want to and I didn't want to study crap that I didn't care about. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's not the way to be, but it was the way I was. So I mean, I would have stuck around if they were like teaching us taxes. And... Oh my god! <laughs> teach taxes in high school. Teach taxes. Teach APRs. Teach like yeah. mortgages. Teach. Yeah. Like, oh, um, I mean, I graduated high school. I said stuck around, like I like dipped. No, out, no. But I we mean, graduated. We dipped my yeah, yeah. but I graduated. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And in that time, I had a teacher come to me and just say, like, I. Okay, so I had a friend who he was a musician on that that church band that I was on and we we kind of stayed friends after I parted ways and one night we like we were both on track and we would run this mountain okay and, like after track and talk on the top of the mountain for a while and then like go down whenever we had to be home and so we were on this mountain one night and we were talking about college mm. and I don't it's so intense in those last few months of high school like you're like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. yeah. And like, you feel like you have to have your whole life figured out. And so I've definitely felt that intensity at the time. And I, um, 
I we just start talking I get really emotional like I love dance and like I truly think God has called me to do this and I'm gonna cry thinking about how emotional I was at the time oh my gosh brought some napkins <laughs> or tissues here you go oh if you cry i will certainly cry so don't you start this is like, okay. oh god so she's anyway. tearing up <laughs> so anyway i was like just so heartbroken because i have always loved dance up to this point mm-hmm. i've always choreographed in like every show that i've ever been in like i've always just had this like weird passion for it but like lack of skill to be honest mm. and so i was kind of crying to him like i'm not good enough but I really want to do it. And I don't know where to start. And he was like, dude, just go dance at the local community college company. And at that time, I was considering going to GCU okay. for psychology and just like not dancing and living on campus and like doing the college thing. But like I had missed dance because I quitted, quit when I was like 16. So at this point, I'm 18, figuring out what I'm going to do with my life. Two years out of dance, two years out of karate, feeling like I trained my whole life for what? Right. And so he kind of gave me a little nudge, like, if God's telling you to do it, just do it. And it felt to me because my parents felt like they weren't super in favor of me going to school for dance because it kind of seems like a waste of time if you don't understand it. Um, And so I felt like it was I was afraid to tell them. And so my compromise was dropping out or not dropping out of GCU, but going to community college, dancing on that company and um essentially just trying out for stuff and just trying to see if I can reconcile this relationship with dance that I had walked away from a couple of years earlier. Yeah. So I went to MCC Mesa community college. I danced on their dance program or their dance company for two years. And I learned a lot. I learned a lot that I was a jerk. <laughs> I was, I like, I was I mean, this cocky karate kid. Not what I thought you were going to say. But that's so why I wasn't. You were humbled. Yeah. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. So. So MCC. Yeah. I'm at MCC. Okay. I'm studying psychology and this is where I met my husband. Okay. At the time I met my husband, I was like 19 and um, I was working at Starbucks <laughs> and I don't know what happened. But I had I had moved out of my parents' house at this point, and I was talking to one of my roommates really na- late at night one night, and it was four girls and I, and I think it was all four of us like talking, and it was late at night. We were all emotional, whatever. <laughs> She's like, "Girl, if you want to dance, dance, yeah." Oh. <laughs> and I'm 21. I'm like, I can't change my major. I haven't danced like these other people have been dancing. I quit for f- I quit for what at that point I was gonna be 21. It had to have been like five years that I had not been training at the level I should have been training to be a professional. And that was really pointed out to me when I went to those auditions. Oh, guys. <laughs> and I won't go into all the auditions, but I kind right. of, I just went to audition after audition. I tried out for Sons. I tried out for Step Up. I tried out for So You Think You Can Dance. I tried out for um, Disney. I tried out for, oh my God, Legoland. I tried out for so many things. Legoland, wow. Yeah. It was, that actually been it cool got pretty job. far. In that one. I feel like that would have been a cool job. Yeah. The reason I didn't take the job, I think, was because I didn't want to move where they were having me move. Where? I think... I can't remember. I don't remember. Hmm. But I wasn't down. Not for Legoland. You know, like... (laughs) She said, no, never Legoland. Honestly, though, looking back, it probably was just, like, God being like, yeah, that's not for you. Yeah, 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 for sure. So... Okay. So now... I remember you going to a different college though 
for dance. Yeah. That wasn't MCC. Yeah. So MCC, I don't really remember like the, oh, I do remember. Oh my gosh. So I, sorry, I went to MCC and I competed choreography. So every single semester I was there or every year I was there, I would set a routine on the dancers and Mm -hmm. then those dancers would go compete at this thing called Artists of Promise. That's for collegiate level dancers. And they award people like you get like, I think it's like $2,000 if you get first place, $1,000 if you get second place. And then like honorary mention gets like some sort of scholarship. I don't remember. Anyway. Yeah. Just like a battle. <laughs> a battle <dog>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, I ended up winning my first year. I won choreography. Oh. Which felt absolutely insane because I had stopped dancing for three years. Like I, and I hadn't stopped. Right. But like I was significantly less. Yeah. Than you had to train. Yeah. Um, and so I, I won, I think Andrew is in that piece actually. I'm about to ask. Yeah. So I, we, my, I won for choreography, which to me was like, nice, but we didn't win a performance, which I was bummed about because I was dancing in it and I felt like I needed to be a dancer to be a choreographer. So I won that year and then I did it again the next year and I won again that next year. And the, the one I won the next year I had won both performance and I think I got second in choreography but first in performance mm. and I ended up running into the programs director of Scottsdale Community College and a lot of the dancers at Scottsdale I really admired how they moved oh, okay but I had my entire dance career I had thought modern was this really super weird crazy style and I was like I am not a modern dancer like that it's not my realm Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. So then I denied going to Scottsdale um, at first because I was like, Ugh, modern, like, I don't waste my time with that. That's, yeah. that's for people who can't dance, whatever, blah, 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 in my head. She ends up talking to me and saying, like, you could really work on X, Y, and Z. And, like, if you are already considering coming to SEC, then the doors are open for you. Wow. And so I ended up transferring maybe a month later. I changed my major. I dropped um going to mcc which they're in the same district so it's a very it's not even like you're quitting mcc you're literally just going to a different campus gotcha um but i changed my major to dance to train under this um person yeah and basically just to get better and i and i at that age was like i have so much time i'm 21 i can dance until i'm however old which is true i see yeah. you can still dance into your 50s professionally oh for so sure i'm just kind of, i at I'm that time to. yeah yeah same mm. so i think that at that age it was it's crazy it took me until 21 but i just humbled myself and started training for real and i think that was the first time i actually trained okay and it was in modern <laughs> and i hated modern i thought i hated modern <laughs> so we went from like karate or hip-hop to karate to like some pop or pop in oh yeah it was i was more of a like a jazzy hip-hop to, to dancer. yeah jazz yeah. palm lines to yeah. now just full modern well i it wasn't like in the time that i was in college in the last few years of high school so you think dance was really impacting the way that dance was evolving mm. and so i feel like contemporary came to like mm. the top of mind for some reason i don't know if it was just the show if it was just getting more popular in studios or what maybe i was just being um, exposed to it honestly yeah and so all the choreography that i had done from when i was 15 until i was 21 when i changed my major to dance was all contemporary Mm. it was just like this i didn't have the tools so that's why i think 
her name is Angela Rosencrantz. That's oh, okay. why I think Angie came to me and was like, you are trying to do this style and you don't have the skills to do this style. Mm. I can give you the skills to do this style. So then I, and she was like, but you're gonna have to train modern. And I was like, Ugh, I don't want to do that. That's yeah. Rad. You're like, Oof. yeah. And then I just, I humbled myself though. And I did it. Buckled down. And well, look at me. Look at me now. Look at me now. Contemporary look modern dancer. Now. Contemporary modern so. dancer. Okay. Um, so now you're in the school. We're learning modern dancing. Yeah. I'm this... teaching at a, a little studio too. Oh, okay. At the time. Are we teaching modern at the studio or? I feel like I taught like tap, jazz, turns and tech and like maybe contemporary. My classes. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Throw some acro in there and yeah. some tumbling. Oh, I did do tumbling. I was the tumbling coach. Okay. Um, but then what happens after that? Do you graduate at the school or? So I go, I stay at SCC for a year and a half. And really the goal of going to SCC was to dance on what's called Instinct. And Instinct was a pre-professional training program where she basically worked with each dancer on their specific quirks. So like there are things that everyone does while dancing, like jutting your neck forward or like having tension in your fingers or whatever, that she basically walks us through how to un undo those, undo those problems or habits, I, I should say. And she's also the person who introduced me to this like an anatomy, physiology, like ask rolling out, cross training, nutrition. Like she just, I, I didn't learn it all from her. I learned it a lot from her, but right. she just opened the door. And whenever I started actually implementing the technical cues and nutrition and cross training that she was asking me, I got, and this is not to be like not out of arrogance, but comparative to where I was prior to this point, I got so good so fast mm -hmm. for myself. You right. know what I mean? And so I was like, it works. Yeah. Why have I never heard of this before? I'm 21 years old. I've danced my whole life and no one's ever brought this type yeah. of training to me. And if someone would have just have told me to like stop eating cereal for every meal, stop <laughs> eating, getting a slushy every time that you pass Sonic or like if someone would have told me these parameters, when you're 18, you have a job and you have a car, you have nothing else to do. You're going to yeah. end up creating really bad habits. So if I would have just had somebody to correct me earlier, I, I, would have been a lot more successful. And so I think in subconsciously I took on this information as like, this is how I'm going to be for right. everyone moving forward. Cause I was already a teacher. I was already trying to implement these things in my classroom, but I didn't have the education. Mm -hmm. quite yet. So that's so cool though. It's so, it's so like nice and breathtaking to see where you came from mm -hmm. to where you're continuing to go and like the things that you've learned throughout it yeah. that have, you know, shaped the dancer that you are sitting in front of me. That's so cool. So what's next? So, so Angie, yeah, she went to Sam Houston state university. Oh, um, and this Sam Houston is in Huntsville, Texas, which okay. is like, for some, wouldn't be considered a small town, but for me, was a small town. It oh, was, yeah. It was... Population I, four. <laughs> Just joking. Well, this is kind of uh, not really relevant, but I think <laughs> right next to our town was a jail. Oh. Um, and it was like, it's the jail that people go to if they're on death row. Oh, wow. Um, and 
it was so close that you could hear the bells like of the prison in our school like you could you knew whenever they were at lunch or whatever they were doing when that bell happened Oh, wow. um, so I feel like that was a big reason why there wasn't a lot of people in the town. Mm. So we were about half an hour away from what's called the Woodlands, which is like similar to Scottsdale here. Um, just like very s- fancy, mm. I guess. Um, and so I think a lot of people that went to Sam Houston, if they were local, were from that town yeah. or like Houston area. Um, but yeah, we I went there and... The program head, his name was Andy Noble, and he, maybe he wasn't the program head, but he was one of the... He was somebody. Yeah, somebody there. <laughs> he he was a guest choreographer for Sam, or for Scottsdale, and I didn't dance on the Instinct Company whenever he was in, but I loved his work. Okay. And I loved his movement, because I took his open class, and he basically... Uh, Angela, Angie got me in contact with him and I randomly flew out like to Texas to just take a week of classes with the, with the people. I can't remember if it was a week or just a couple days. Um, and that was how I auditioned for Sam. They, they just accepted me there. Oh, okay. Um, and I moved to the next semester to wow. South Houston to get my bachelor's. Wow. That was a long way to say I went to Sam Houston State University. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, was this the guy that you were telling me about that was like played the music and was like five, six, seven, eight? No, oh. oh, yeah. Is this in the same place though? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I that's a funny story. I come into Sam Houston like my first day and everyone's like buzzing, like saying, like, oh, you have Elijah, you have Elijah. And it's contemporary, uh I don't know if it was called modern or contemporary, but it was like level three and there was five levels. And this guy's supposed to be super hard. And modern dress code generally is some nice big old huge knee pads underneath bags, like (laughs) bags underneath (laughs) like huge pants and like a triple XL t-shirt and your hair is like loungewear. Yeah. (laughs) Like looking like you're going to bed. Yeah. (laughs) Comfy. So I came fully prepared for that. I came Mm -hmm. prepared for a contemporary class. I had the socks. I had the, you know, the whole thing on. And they like somebody looked at me, thank God, and was like, ooh, you can't wear that to his class. And I had everything in my locker, luckily. So I just threw on what I think I was supposed to wear and found out that in this modern class, you were required to wear a leotard and tights, which is not super common in my experience, but it's because of the style of modern I trained in. Whereas this person was trained in a, I feel like a little bit different of an influence. He actually danced for dirt on a dance company in in Chicago, which is a jazz company. That's like very, very strict on their yeah. dress code and stuff like that. Sounds like a dance player. Arda? Mm-hmm. Oh. At the same time as this professor of mine. So she knows him? Uh, she knows. Yeah. He was uh-huh. on the company and she was like on the, on the training program. Oh, gotcha. But he came, oh, I came into the class and I'm wearing this outfit. And then he just like starts blaring this like rap music. And I was like, what? Like I'd never really heard this, the level of turn up that he brought to that class. On my first day, scared, like shaking knees in a leotard and tights, wearing my hair in a bun. And he just starts playing this like 
rap music that's like it, it cursed a lot that's really what threw me off is that it was cursing so much oh. and, and he just started dancing and he expected you to follow along and it was not a looped like right you know how you'll do like front side back on the right front side back on the left it was, a whole, like, time, it was a whole like piece of choreography oh. <laughs> and it's like it was definitely riseful action which is like where you come from a really high space into a really low space very quickly and he's super he's, t- he's a short little black guy super athletic and uh, like this tall just up and down this white girl yeah. trying to like keep up with him it was horrible uh, she said <laughs> done i i actually think i learned so much from him and he's actually influenced my movement a lot too shout out you scared uh, her but you influenced her oh but well. it's okay i think i learned the most from the people that challenged me the most <sighs> so don't we all yeah isn't that the way to go though mm-hmm. so. Ugh. okay so now you're in the scary classroom with this yeah kind of scary guy we've spent semesters in his class and X, Y, and Z with him, performances. Oh, no. I, I had no. one semester with him. Oh, okay. I had pretty much everyone evenly. I really clung to a specific teacher, and his name is Josh. And he was a painter as well. And he had his own company, and he had just finished his master program. And I just really clung to him there because of his, his persona. I don't know if that's the right word, but just like... The way he encouraged but also held accountable was really interesting for, to me. And he always understood, no matter how bad the art I was, that no matter how bad the art I made was, he was always aware that I it was forward. Yeah. And even when I wasn't necessarily aware that it was forward, I was just seeing like my work not come to the fruition that I that my creativity was hoping it would. Yeah. And so he he was really nice. And then Andy Noble was also a huge. He, I loved learning from him because he's just a unique person, hmm. the way he runs rehearsals and stuff. Gotcha. So, yeah, I danced there for, what, two years? Okay. Bartended and worked at nightclubs the whole time. So it was really interesting days. It was like 8 a.m. I had to wake up and ride my bike. And this sounds so... back in my day yeah because it literally was uphill (laughs) because huntsville was like such a hilly little town and it was all it was forest so it's like you could you were basically in the trees no matter where you went see no (laughs) so i'm going i'm literally riding my bike uphill to to class yeah and then i would walk up like it felt like a mile of stairs which it wasn't but I walked up the stairs and you're pretty much out of breath by the time you even get to the Already warmed room. up. <laughs> you're warm yeah. up. And um, I would dance. I would have Pilates at 9 a.m. And then I would have ballet at 11 a.m. And then I would have contemporary at 1, I believe. And then we were done at 3. We would have like our academic classes um, if you're doing them in person. And then you would have rehearsals like 4 to 9. Oh, gosh. And then I would go, if I didn't have rehearsals four to nine and I chose the, like, I chose to opt out of whatever that performance was, I would go to the bar at night and I would serve mm. until 2 a.m. And then I would get home at 4 a.m. to wake up at 8 the next day. Wow. So you were just tired. I was tired. I was ripped. I bet. <laughs> I was ripped and I had such good endurance. And it was, yeah, it was, it was, I learned a lot there because I had no one to help me. Mm-hmm. I had been with my boyfriend at the time for five years and I just like moved there on my own without him, me and my best friend, figuring out how to pay bills for the first time, not having a car for the first time. Husband? Boyfriend? Boyfriend. 
He was my boyfriend at the time. Oh, okay. Did I say husband? No, you said boyfriend, but you made it sound like it wasn't your husband. Yeah, he was my boyfriend at the time. Gotcha. He actually asked me to marry him during my senior rehearsal in studio. There's like a video of him. He, he came in the studio. Your teacher allowed that? No. So I've always been like media forward. And so he came in to take pictures of my rehearsals. And the dancers knew that. They knew we were there for that reason. And I had set it up. I didn't even. He, I don't know how he like got this to happen but i set it up so that he was doing the the photos and in the middle of my rehearsal i turned around and he was on my knee on uh, his knee on, on your <laughs> knee <laughs> <laughs> no so he's on his knee and all my dancers were there and my best friend was there to record it, it was so cute how cute yeah. obviously you said yes yeah well that like, yeah. she had two kids with him that yeah. is so cute yeah so then i actually dropped out oh. i didn't finish my degree and it's oh. because um, I needed like some Texas political classes or something like that, like not even dance related, but okay. I didn't personally have the finances with how much I was working to pay out of state tuition for two credits. It was more than a, a full year at a community college. In mm. state. So I just ended up going home because I, d- I didn't have the money. That's okay. Yeah. You got dance was it's still true. there and dance. And I learned everything I needed to. Yeah. So I came home and I started dancing for some companies here. Okay. That's super cool. I think I got married like a month after I came back. Wow. Is that quick? Yeah. Uh, I mean, but y'all had been together for like... Five years, yeah. Yeah. A lifetime already. Mm-hmm. Well, and I'm not really that like high maintenance. So my uh, wedding was just like a... It was super cute. Don't get me wrong. But like it was small. DIY. No, uh, it was 175 people. Gosh, dang. I don't even know 175 people. Yeah, you think. Yeah, that's true. Your mom's mom and the mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like second cousin. Yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah. So, and then everyone's like, you don't remember me from when you were this big? Right. Like, yeah. Oh. Well, and, you know, you're like, your adrenaline is going so crazy. Your wedding night, you don't remember most of it anyway. And you're like the first one in your family yeah. to have gotten married. Yeah. Same Do you have her. siblings? Yeah. But. Yeah. Anyway, I came home. I started dancing professionally um, in the Valley. I think I danced for like four or five companies when I first came back. Okay. And then I was serving and bartending still. Oh, okay. And then I, I, I like had habits from having gone to school. So I was just like doing yoga every morning and, you know, doing the whole rollout every day and nutrition mm-hmm. plan and yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I <laughs> feel I was that. acting like I was dancing 16 hours a day, even though I wasn't. Uh, because I was prepared to dance professionally. Like I was, that's why I, I was like, I had done all this, this, all this time right now. I'm 24 years old. I just finished school or dropped out of school. I guess I felt like what was next was the professional career. Yeah. We'll say finished. Cause you, like you said, you got everything that you needed. Yeah, I did finish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So we've done some companies. We're teaching now. Mm-hmm. Um, what, What's the next chapter in Randy's? God told me to have a baby. Oh. And I was like, Dude. Not one, but two. Yeah. I will, this was just, at the time it was one. I was on multiple companies. I actually was dancing in, um, I found out like the day after I had danced in what's called Breaking Grounds. Sorry. And I was dancing for um, Angel as well. And my last... The Halo dance company. Uh-huh. My last performance with them was 16 weeks. Well, not last, but the, before I had stopped for this pregnancy, I was 16 weeks pregnant in that performance. And we were like climbing up on this huge 20 foot tall Never. cage. Never not once. And I'm <laughs> pregnant. Yeah, it was crazy. But 
Um, I end up having baby one. I recover from that. But <laughs> dancing, bless you. I'm so sorry, everybody. Repeat that. <laughs> you ended up having baby one. I had baby one, so I started training again. Really, I lost the weight pretty quickly, and then I started dancing again. Mm-hmm. And I danced for about nine months before God told me to have another baby. And I was just not happy that time. <laughs> the first time uh, I was like, oh, baby. And the second time I was like, no, baby. Uh, no, baby. <laughs> Stop. I can't. So, yeah, so I, I got pregnant and I did my last show with Halo, I think four weeks pregnant or something. Again, yeah, that I was time. There. Yeah, that time. It was Alice, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was a cool show. And then I. Yeah, that's now I'm five months out of that pregnancy and I'm recovering now. Uh, so we're almost back to be able to dance again. Okay. Um, and like we were talking about earlier, I guess, I don't know if it's on this podcast, but we just talked about how there's not a lot of contemporary opportunities in the Valley and I'm going to make one. Nice. You're going to make one. <laughs> that's where it's, yeah, that's kind of where it's gone into. Like it's, as I've been dancing and having babies or whatever, I've been teaching the whole time. Oh. And so it's evolved into this directorship choreographer. Now I'm full time at the students lab teaching Dance, contemporary, obviously, and I have a couple of my own companies. I run the whole company's program. Okay. And it just seems sensible that the next step is just to shoot for choreographer the way that I was never able to shoot for dance. Does that make sense? No, it does. Yeah, and I feel like everything that you've explained today has led up to this moment obviously but like you choreographing at such a young age has given you the opportunity to work with different kinds of dancers you learning from different teachers good Mm -hmm. and bad yeah um hard and easy yeah has you know giving you the opportunity to pick apart what different dancers bring to yeah you know, your, your vision. Well, yeah, I've been the lazy dancer. I've been the cocky dancer. I've been the hyper emotional teenage. And you know how to help them navigate through that. So I think that is so cool. I think I'm looking back now at everything and realizing it was all like it, it, biblically it says everything will be used for your good. Like Mm -hmm. God will use everything for your good. Mm -hmm. And I'm just seeing that every, in every aspect. Absolutely. I'm definitely seeing that with you talking about it. And it's so cool to see that dance is more than just dance. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, um, just everything that we've been saying, like you are now helping other people navigate the yeah. feelings and the stuff that you have gone through, the emotions and the thought processes that you have gone through in and out of dance. Yeah. And so it's just so cool to see dance be connected to real life Yeah. as well as like art life. Mm-hmm. So. And I feel like right now, I'm leading other people in a space that I never was led to. Yeah. You have like half of them here at open session (laughs) choreographing duos and Mm -hmm. solos. You definitely give a big creative space for not just your dancers, but like, you know, friends and (laughs) stuff like that. So I think that is very, yeah, very, very awesome. That's like in like, I guess, that's enlightening to hear or exciting to hear. Yeah. For you to see that you realize that there's creativity that comes out of. Yeah. 
but I, I feel like right now I definitely am dying to my performance career. Like I'm in the sense of like, I'm not done performing. I don't think. Okay. But I'm freed from performing. Yeah. Like, I don't. Do you feel like a weight lifted or? Um, yeah, I, I do. I wish it would have been on my own terms, if that makes sense. But I think at this point, it's like it had I been self-aware, I would have probably never gone for a performance career. Yeah. But if I would have never gone for the performance career, I would have never trained the way that I did. Right. And I think I had to do that four years of intense training to understand what it takes and i think god didn't reveal to me that i wasn't going to be a performer until after i had done that because now i've had to retrain my body three times after this baby right so now i feel very confident about how helping a dancer train theirs yeah so wow i didn't even think of that part either eventually Mm -hmm. everything connects oh god's so intentional Uh, (laughs) ah that is so but i don't i mean i don't think you're I mean, I'm not you, and I'm, you know, obviously, but I don't, maybe your next step, which is your company, I'm just saying, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't, uh, maybe you're not done performing, maybe. Maybe I'm not. And I'm okay, I think, but what's nice is to be submitted to whatever God has planned for me. Uh huh. Like, I don't feel anymore like my worthiness as a choreographer and a teacher is tied up in my performance. Okay. And so I'm freed from feeling like I have to perform. Got you. You have to do something to be. Right. Yes. And actually, now that that I'm being freed from that, in the instances where I'm asked to perform, I kind of dread it. Uh, And I don't know if it's because I'm physically still recovering or if it's just truly because I've been set free from the idea that I have to. Mm. is it set free or you're given the choice i'm given the choice like i'm set free from feeling like it's a necessity so yeah like it's a choice not and it's it's up to not up to me it's up to my like what god has in store for me right and it's not like i failed him or like i failed yeah my calling and not having been a performer and i don't think growing up i was given the resources to understand options or anything like that Okay. Wow, we had a very well, uh, enlightening and a an awakening moment. Are you about to cry? No. Oh, well, are you? No, your eyes your are eyes like are watery. Who's <laughs> crying for me? No, I just I just like to hear. I do wish I was in like uh, Zarin's story, mm. Deb's. Like I wish I could like experience that because I do like to hear where people came from with dance and where they're at now because yeah, it's inspiring it's you know sometimes it's like worlds apart yeah like i mean not to make it about me because it's about you but like in my other one it was like salsa hip-hop contemporary disney uh-huh. and it was just like wait take a whiplash yeah i get those quite often and it hurts so, um, but yeah it is so cool to hear your stories any mm-hmm. anything else you want to share no i think we have to to uh finish up, up. Yeah. yeah but if if you're interested in hearing more or other people's stories including ties um we will be doing this with other artists and just hearing more about their story but i did think it was really valuable for it to start off with hearing mine yeah i feel like i know oh god that was i screamed <laughs> i feel like i know more about y- you and then your dancing so mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing. Thanks for asking. Yeah, absolutely. All right. We'll see you guys later. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.